I'd like to continue yesterday's uh, part one we did on tshuva. I want to discuss in a continuation a little bit about tshuva because we're discussing the union of tshuva and the truth of the matter is, and again this, uh, a lot of this comes from the Nesiva Shalom, the Heilige Slonim Rebbe, where he brings down the union of tshuva, it's, it's a bria chadosha. You understand? It's a brand new creation that the Rabbani Shem created in the world. Chazal tell us, it's Yerushalmi in the second parak of Mesech Makas, that, um, how does one do a kapora for an Avera? Right? How does it work? You know, you do an Avera, and then you do Tshuba, and it gets wiped out. Like, huh? How does that work? How does that make sense? Right? It doesn't make sense. It doesn't understand. So the Nesiva Shalom, in his Hagdoma to Tshuva, says the following marshal. He says, imagine if Rachman a person would have his limb chopped off. Is there a way of fixing it and, you know, sticking on a new one? Okay, they have electric things and whatever, but there's no, like, sort of, you can't turn back the clock. If it got chopped off, it's all over, right? That's, you're a Balmum, and you'll be a Balmum forever, and that's how you'll remain. So it really should be the same way with Ruchnius, meaning... If a person doesn't have Eva, you are over on that which Hashem, Hashem said. Hashem said, don't do this. And you did it. You're a Balmum. It's over. I'm so sorry. What can I do for you? I cannot help you. You're a Balmum. But yet, the Rabbani Shalom created a new Bria. A new creation. And the Rabbani Shalom, Chazal tell us, had to create this. Otherwise, there's no Metzius. Logically, we said this yesterday, it makes no sense. It makes no sense that there should be tshuva for an Avera. Here you are. You stand in Yom Kippur. Okay, no problem. Huh? How does this make sense? What type of religion is this? Now, the, 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 the answer is that the Rabboni Shalom created in the world tshuva because Gashboko wants us to get Olam Kushbocha, as the Messiah Sasharim says, created every one of us because he wants to give us reward. He doesn't want to punish us. He doesn't want to give us a hard life. Now, many people do have a hard life. But at the end of the day, the reason why we have a hard life and the reason why we have tests, as we said yesterday, is our way to grow. And therefore, the Rebunshim just wants to help us. He'll give us everything. Any normal parent will not want to punish his child if it's only going to be a punishment that's not going to make the child go better. Real chinuch is to machanach a child so that the child will do the right thing. So that the child will go on the right derech. That's the real chinuch that we're looking for. And that's how the Rabboni Shem created the Metzius in the world, the new Bria. And that is called the Koyach of Tshuva. That as the Rambam told us, we become a Bria Chadosha. After Yom Kippur, Yechap, we're not the same person. We're a brand new person. The Rabboni Shem created a Metzius... That we can stand on Yom Kippur, or any other day for that matter. Obviously you have to do tshuva. Obviously you have to use the opportunity, right? And, one second, you know, we become a newborn baby. We become a brand new person. That is unbelievable opportunity. As you said so many times, we should be skipping into Yom Kippur. It's so beautiful, it's such an exciting day. The Rebbe is giving us an opportunity to do tshuva. It's an unbelievable thing. We become a cotton chenoni. We were born. We just became born. Bang. Fresh. Fresh. You know, you open that. that Yom Kippur. You open up the sefer. You get that crap. Ah, fresh kishmaka sefer. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah? That's how we are. Motsu Yom Kippur. That's how we are. Motsu Yom Kippur. Take that opportunity. It's an unbelievable thing. Rabbeinu, the Rambam, writes, in Yom Tshuva, Beis Halacha Dalet, says the Rambam, Medarke Tshuva, I'm not the same person. 
That's the koyach of tshuva, then it's not just the Rebunsham takes, you know, white out and sort of tries to white it out. It's a brand new metzias. You're a brand new person. You know, I want to give you an idea of the koyach of tshuva. The Medrash tells us that when Nebuchadnezzar was about to wage war on Yerushalayim, and conquer the city, which unfortunately he was very successful, as you see the remnants by the Khoisan, and we don't have a Bisamingdosh, he was actually very nervous. That's what the Medrash says. He was actually very nervous because he remembered what happened to his grandfather, son Cheriv, who waged a war against the Yidden, and an angel wiped out his entire army, leaving ten uh, basically people there, and one of them was Nebuchadnezzar. So when Nebuchadnezzar came to go and destroy Yerushalayim and the Bisamingdosh, he was very nervous. <laughs> what's going to happen to me if this will happen to my grandfather a malach came and wiped everyone out and luckily I was spared but like what's going to happen to me so he was actually very very nervous now during his 18th year Nebuchadnezzar decided now's a good time now's a good time to wage war against Yerushalayim against the Jews so listen to what he did he conducted 49 the Medrash tells us this he conducted 49 types of tests to make sure he would be successful in conquering and destroying Yerushalayim. But he was still unsure. And he asked the question, what happens? Listen to this question that Nebuchadnezzar asked. It's such a powerful question. Listen to this. Nebuchadnezzar said, what happened if all of the tzaddikim of Yerushalayim beg for mercy and the Rabbani Shalom helps them and then destroys me and all my army? Now, in the end, the Maisa, he was successful, unfortunately. But Nebuchadnezzar Russia understood the Koyach of Tshuva. He understood that if only the Tzaddikim get up and beg mercy from Hashem, then the Rabbani Shalom will give it to them. That's the Koyach of Tshuva that even the Vuchat Netzah understood. And Rabbi said, that is our opportunity. You know, I had a discussion recently with a fellow, not from Yeshiva, who went through a very, very, very tough time, a tough upbringing, a tough, a tough life. Not from Yeshiva, but I have dealings with him and, and, and he's had a hard life. And I said to him, you want to know something? I really believe, and I think this is posh, that the Kohen brings this, and the Badichev and Kedushas Levi. The fact that every one of us are going to come into a Yom Kippur Davni, we're going to walk into shul number one as a nace. We're going to walk in with the maksa, we're going to walk in with betokhan, that Hashem loves us, that Hashem wants us, that Hashem wants our tshuba, and we're going to daven. That alone, the Rabbi Shem sees us and says, ah, my dear kinderlach. Yeah, they're not the biggest tzaddik in the world, we understand that. You know, they're not on the highest level of the olden generation, but it's fine, because this is how I created, and this is the test that I put them through. But they want to try. And that wanting to try is the most amazing thing. And so many of us have our own personal struggles. We have our own inner struggles, outer struggles. We have our struggles. And sometimes we come into Yom Kippur, and we, we sort of, we're miyayish. We give up hope. We're like, this Yom Kippur thing is not for me. Like, I've, I've done all the bad things. I've done everything there is in the book. Like, come on, seriously, Hashem's going to, like, Hashem wants to look at me? Do you think Hashem wants to hear my tefillahs? The answer is absolutely. Because the Rabbani Shum loves you more than any parent can ever love his only child that he waited 17 years to have. Can you imagine? Can you imagine a parent who loves a child? He waited 17 years to have that child. When that child finally is born, the love that that parent gives is unimaginable, un- unmatched. And the Rabbani Shum loves every single one of you much more than a parent ever loves that child. And if you come to Rabbi Nishlam and say, Rabbi Nishlam, I know I'm not perfect. I didn't have such a great year. I didn't always rise up to the challenge. I, I probably fell quite a few more times than I, you know, got up. But Rabbi Nishlam, I want a good year. Give me another chance. I want to come close to you. I want to be the best person that I can be. 
I guarantee you, the Rabboni Shlolem is Kaviyochel crying. Tears are coming out of his eyes. This is what my child wants. This is what he wants. It's an amazing thing. And it's an opportunity that every single one of us have. Let's take the opportunity. People don't realize this. People underestimate. Nebuchadnezzar says the Medrash understood the Koyach of Tshuva. And that's Nebuchadnezzar. That we have to, un- we have, we have to, we have to estimate it. The Rebbe was waiting for us. Poshet waiting for us. He's waiting for every single one of us. Poshet just to come back to him. And Be'ez Hashem. We should be Zoycha. To come back to him. To speak to him. To communicate with him. To beg him. To ask him. And Be'ez Hashem will do that. The Rebbe will take us back with open arms.